live. What up, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to try to put a positive spin on everything that's going on. Cause Is that what we're doing? Okay. Well, at least our type of positive spin. I don't know. All right. Here, I thought you were going to try to light me up. I might light you up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Here we Stay go. Stay tuned. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros! <laughs> what up, ladies and gents? It is Monday. A phenomenal it sure Monday. is, and what a Monday. It is, dude. It, it's been a crazy weekend, that's for sure. It I, absolutely has been. Dude, uh, so today we're going to be talking about, of course, all that stuff that happens. Uh, it's funny because I was talking to Rosa before the show, and she's like, are you going to talk about that? Because it, is it business related? I'm like, heck yeah, those businesses got destroyed. I'm sure James yeah, is going to have did. an insurance tip talking about what's going on out there. Plus, oh yeah, I forgot to set that up, but I'll plus do that right just now. The, uh, just the fact that all this stuff is happening uh it, it's something that we need to talk about and, and, and we got to take a, hopefully I can take a different, uh, a, a different approach. And I don't know, <clears throat> I, I tend to rile you up with my approaches, but I did see you at the protest, right? I did. Yep. And I was I, out there. Uh, I happened to catch right as you were telling somebody not to destroy something. Like, uh, don't yeah. do that. Don't do In that. Right. Fact, yeah. You know, it's, it's cool that you say such a thing because, uh, let me, let me share this, whatever. Uh, is it just a street? Can you, can you see my, my whole yeah, screen? Yeah. You can see your whole screen. All right, here we go. Here we go. What, what is he going to share with us? Huh? So for those of you who are catching this on the replay, this is why you want to subscribe to us on, uh, on YouTube or Facebook or wherever the video stuff. So you can, so you guys can catch the video. Uh, and can then, you hear it? No, we can't hear it. Oh, so this guy's trying to start this leaf blower. I'm like, what are you doing? Trying to start the leaf blower. By the way, your screen uh, only shows this screen. It doesn't show anything? No, it only shows the display. Well, whatever. It's stupid. (laughs) So anyway, anyway, this guy trying to start a leaf leaf blower. And uh, I, I mean, I don't know. His idea was that he was going to... uh blow the tear gas back at the cops with his leaf blower that's his idea (laughs) that was his idea but i mean what what first of all come on man (laughs) it's tear gas bro it's not gonna work like that (laughs) this isn't how any of this works right like where's where's our where's our like you gotta gotta that's not how it works that's not how any of this works okay so first of all and secondly um it's it's just it's a pointless gesture that is only going to create more chaos. Right. We're already at a point, you know, when when I run into this guy where the police put up a line, right? They they made mm-hmm. their line. They said you can go no further and uh basically the fur- the furthest that we were allowed to go was uh a block away from the Hall of Justice. So the Hall of Justice that, for those of you that don't know, huge building here in downtown San Diego, kind of curved in the front, really, really pretty building, right? Really nice looking. And so 
you know, the police wanted to make sure that um, that it was protected, that it wasn't vandalized, that it wasn't destroyed. Uh, As we walked by there this morning, uh, we did find out that a window was broken anyway. So at some point, uh, some some somebody got violent, um, some (laughs) violence reached it. Right. Then that was later in the evening. Um, So. The point being, though, you know, we're, we're, we're already at a point where the, the police said, don't cross this line. Go around. Go anywhere you want. Uh, don't cross this line. So, th- you know, in the midst of all this, I'm sitting here thinking, why? Why do the police put up a line in the first place? Well, the, it, it's, it's simple. The mob mentality takes on its own persona. It just does. Sure. Right. Um, so you have in this mob mentality, you have a, a group of people that are protesting and mm-hmm. I would like, I would, I would venture to say that the majority of the people that go out to protest mm-hmm. are going out to protest in a positive light. It's mm-hmm. if they're doing something because I've... they feel they want to come out and be part of a positive movement. The problem For the record, is this is my, this was my first protest and I 100% agree with you that most of the people there wanted to peacefully protest protest. However, however. When something happens, when a brick gets thrown, when a window gets bashed, when a building gets broken into, we are still animals in our own mind, right? And we tend to follow a herd mentality, right? It's just generic. You see people running, other you're going to run too. You don't know what Mm -hmm. you're running from yet, but you're running. For sure. that is is what the police are protecting themselves from and protecting other uh, other public venues from is not the majority. It's the minority that will incite a problem that turns into something horrific, like La Mesa, for example. The, that could have a lot of there were a lot of protests yesterday across the country, a ton of protests mm-hmm. all over the place. Not everyone turned into what happened in La Mesa. <clears throat> but True. many but many had huge amounts so, of, of vandalism wh- let me ask you this of the ones that did not turn into what happened in lemay so what did you see um i saw i saw people out angry and mm-hmm. hurt and trying to send a message okay and let me rephrase the question what did you see about the police response in those areas um i have no idea to be ah. honest, I didn't. I didn't pay attention. I I decided I wasn't really. I wasn't gonna look. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna try to rubberneck it. So I have no idea. Now, hang on. Do you see this? Can you see my screen now? Yes. Now we can see your screen. All right. So this is. These are photos from the protest in Flint, Michigan. This is what happened when the protesters came up against the line of police. Mm-hmm. The police joined. The police said, we hear you. We support you. We agree with you. Let's march together. You see, that is to the point that, see, okay, what you're showing here is the positivity that we need to be spreading. 100%. Because 100%. The problem is that other police precincts, San Diego included, did not respond that way. La Mesa it's, included did not respond that way. I, I, I here, here's my what here's people my, here, want. What the people want. What the people that are protesting want is to be heard. 
the best message that we can that our police department can give telling us that we've been heard is to join us walk with us kneel with us tell us we're right tell us that somebody looks like uh is joining uh tell us that that we are being heard show us that we're being heard by walking with us yeah it, it, i understand that but not every city gets the same type of reaction every everywhere is a little bit different i it, it just is it's like uh it's it's like us culturally being a little bit different we don't understand each other's cultures all the time um we don't really maybe agree with each other all the time but we do need to come out and understand that just because we're different doesn't make us have to be violent towards each other now here's here is here is the thing let me ask you this what does what does the violence actually do to the movement oh it sets it back of course it, it totally sets it back absolutely it, it it's it's one of those things that that it's like two steps forward and like three steps back you, mm -hmm. you you don't want to associate the movement which has a which is trying to show a positive light mm -hmm. you don't want to tag it with negative so let me throw let me throw the devil's advocate here mm -hmm. right if you're on the other side if you're on the uh, definitely on the hatred side that is a very smart and strategic move which is a lot of what's been happening. It's the uh, white supremacists, the people that are the white nationalists. Um, I forget all of the names of the other groups, but they're going out there and they're the ones that are starting the fires. They're the ones that are causing the chaos. They're the ones that are inciting the violence. It's crazy. BLM, BLM folks, they want to peacefully protest. When they're faced with police stopping them from protesting what 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 do you expect to happen when you tell someone that you are not allowed to be heard your voice is not going to be heard what do you expect is going to happen well but i believe i feel there's a difference between your voice is not allowed to be heard and you're not allowed to go to this particular building i think there's a difference like like Continue marching on the street. That's cool. Keep mm -hmm. going on that direction. But mm -hmm. we're this particular building that's hundreds of years old or whatever. Sure. We're not Hands getting off. close to that thing. Hands right. off. Stay completely yep. away. Right. Mm -hmm. So I I, I I don't know, man. It's it's one of those tough situations where where it's, it, it's like at, at the White House in DC. You know, you can't go past this line. That's it. Yeah. You you, you but, like this is the White House. Means, you can't go there. But by all means, spread your message. By all means, mm -hmm. hold your signs. By all means. And and here's here's one of those things, and I want I wanted to know your opinion on this. Um, you know, this protest, for example, this movement, it's one of many that have happened in the past. It's one of many, and and I I saw this argument over and over again. We knelt, nothing changed. We you know we I don't know wore hoodies, whatever, nothing changed. We did this, nothing changed. And I I just believe that for the most part, things are changing. They're just not changing at the snap of a, of a finger. Mm -hmm. and, and to me, I relate that to pretty much anything else that people have been doing in life that are always looking for the easy button. Like I, I'm, I'm of one of those mentalities where if you're tired of police corruption, you should probably become a cop so that you can make a difference. If you're tired of the laws being put in effect, become a lawyer or get into politics to make a difference. Like those things take a lot of work. 
They take mm-hmm. a lot of time. They take yep. a lot of effort. But that's where the real change is made. That is where the things uh, are actually going to be different. But that's where you know where you're actually going to put something into place that changes not just your life but many of the lives that are that are affected by law changes and those types of things. But people aren't really willing to do the work. Just like in business, just Some like people. in working out, most people are not willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. They'll say things like, I want to lose 50 pounds. So what do we do? We find the easy button. We get that pill that we can drink that that uh, that loses the water weight. We get that belt that shocks your abs, whatever it is. But we don't actually do the work that we're supposed to do. We don't get up and do the, all the steps. We don't stop eating the things we're not supposed to be eating. We want the easy button. And I think when people argue that whole thing about we nailed it didn't work, we did this, it didn't work, I think that's actually a BS comment. It is working. People are becoming aware. People are making change. Unfortunately, we can't change every single person out there. We can't snap our fingers and make them all understand that they're wrong. It just mm-hmm. doesn't work that way. That's like, yeah, again, there's other countries where women are suppressed and that's culturally okay. That's the way they do things. And we wish we can snap our fingers and show them that women should have equal rights as well, but it doesn't work culturally that way. And we have pockets of culture in our country that are different. We don't agree with them. We know they're wrong. And if we could wave a magic wand and change them, we would, but we can't. That's what this so, is. And, and, and that to this me, is the magic wand. But th- that's the thing, right? To me, this is one of those easy button things. You go out, you protest, you demonstrate for one day. And then you feel you did your part and you go on with your life. And that's why nothing mm, changes. No, 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 no. There's I a think lot that, of people who I think do. that's where you're wrong. I think, I think that's where you're wrong. I think I think that there's that there's been a lot of things that have happened over the past several years that have raised awareness. And things are going to continue to happen that are going to continue to raise awareness. I agree with you that these are not changes that are going to happen overnight. It's been 400 years of slavery and oppression, right? Um, black people just got the right to, to vote uh, 90 years ago. Uh, the civil rights movement was just 50 years ago. All of the, you know, it, it, and equality. And we first black president. Just barely. I get right? it. But just all barely. these things are all progress. All of these things are, uh, they are progress, but there is too much that is not happening fast enough. And yeah, man, people are getting mad. People are getting angry. And it's, it's not that it's happening more often it's just that it's being recorded more often people are seeing it more things haven't changed in a lot of these places which the ahmad avery murder was a modern day lynching lynchings were happening just that same way 50 years ago i don't care what you say that's not happening fast enough there, I agree with you. I, I agree that it's not happening fast enough. What I'm saying is these are progression steps. And my, my worry is like what happens all the time. You wear a hoodie for a while and then most of those people fall off until the next thing that happens. And then they're up in a roar again instead of taking all the progressive steps. Think about, think about uh, you know, I, I have that video clip ready here. Think about Barack Obama, for example, right? Hope and change. And he pushed it for not the two years that he was running for president. He's been pushing that agenda for a long, long time to build those grassroots movements, to get those, 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 uh, the, the people to advocate for those sorts of things. That's what led him to the presidency. It's not the onesie twosie protests. 
these are great things to bring awareness, right? But that's not going to change things overnight. And, and here's the, here's the sad thing is it, it, it's, it's actually both, right? It's not going to change things overnight, but it's also not good that it still happens. It's, it's devastating. It's not good that it still happens. Obviously it's, freaking terrible that it still happens but i feel like when i I say things when i say things like we are making progress that right away you're like it's not fast enough it's not i I agree with you but just because i said we're making progress doesn't mean i disagree that you know that i that i for it not moving fast enough like you know what i I will say what i will say is that uh whether it's happening fast enough or not it's past time that we all take action to make it happen faster. We all need to be out there marching to make these things happen faster. That's why I finally, this is my first protest, and I have not grown up black. I have not grown up in, uh, in, in, a, in, in a lifestyle that I have to fear for my life when I get pulled over by the cops. I've been co- pulled over by the cops plenty of times. Right, there was that one week in Virginia when I got three tickets in a week. It was terrible. But every time I got pulled over, it wasn't a, oh my God, am I going to get home from this? It's, damn, this sucks. I'm getting a ticket. Yeah. Right. But when I have to like worry about my actual freaking life, it's not happening fast enough. And it's past time. It's way past time that every single person in this country takes some kind of a step some kind of a stance some kind of a statement makes a statement saying i will not stand for this see i will here, not put and up here with this. And, and here's where i agree with you and i would modify it i i totally agree that we should do that the problem is always what is that step right because to me marching in the streets Shutting down freeways doesn't do a thing unless there's follow-up after that. So what's your solution? You what's have follow-up. That, but that to me is an additional, that, that's an individual thing. This is where, where does it bother you the most? Are you going to go into law enforcement? Go into law enforcement. This is the step. This is how you make a change. Are you going to want to do legislation? Get into lobbying. Uh, back up a specific politician that you want to make change with. Go out and knock on doors and continue to to spread word mm-hmm. so you can get people in office. Those I one hundred percent agree. So what are you going to do? Changes. So what are you going to do? I have no idea. That's not. I, I. I don't know. I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not that kind of activist. I neither was I. Been. Neither I've was never I. Have been. That's what I'm telling you. Is so many people aren't that kind of activist. So many people are saying exactly the same things you are. Oh well, rioting in the street doesn't do anything. You got to go vote. You got to do this. You got to do that. Okay, we'll do it. You tell vote. me what you're gonna do. You tell me what you're gonna do to help out to go out there and make changes. You know what? This is my first step. I went out there. I protested. I've got a sign hanging in the window right here that says "No justice, no peace." I, I this is my start. I, th- you say, you know, well, if you out there and protest one day, that's nothing. You're right, that's nothing. So get out there and do something. You're always talking about taking action. What action are you going to take? So I guess you're right. I guess you're right. My action has always been a positive message, whether in the classroom, 
whether amongst peers. I'm going to challenge you and say that's and not now, enough. And now, podcast. Now the podcast. And it's just a matter of getting a positive message out there. I have always been a positive spin, just like the whole thing we had the other day about the whole KKK. Mm-hmm. Right? And, your and message, here's, But your positive and the, message was do nothing. <sighs> My positive your positive message, message is, a, is do nothing. That's not, not a positive a, message. That's a lazy message. No. I, see, I think the perspective matters. I believe perspective matters. And if you if you are if you have a perspective where you can't uh, see an opportunity, you can't see what it what it is that that people are are doing, and you can only see one negative aspect of it, like that the whole KKK guy. All you could see was a hundred percent wrong. You couldn't see that there could be a person in there that I don't know could change. There's there is no. Wait. There is. You say I, that. Like, you say yeah, that. Can can he change? Can he change? Yeah, sure. But you know what? He's a hundred percent wrong. Uh, you know what? You want to let Emery in here? I can't. He's a minor. Oh, he's a minor. <laughs> oh, all right. Sorry. Sorry, sorry Emery. Emery. We'd love to have you permission. on. But yeah, parental permission. But Dang type man. your question. Type your question. We'll we'll definitely uh we'll, we'll definitely answer, answer it. it we'll answer it. So. So anyway, fair point, fair point. Look, look. Um, so I kept thinking about this, right? And uh, and, and especially after we had that that uh, KKK incident, and I, I I keep thinking, and I'm not a very religious person, but the thing that keeps popping into my, into my head is, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. Right? And and flip and he, tables, huh? Flip tables. That was no, no. What happened when? He was, he was, uh, what did he do to murderers? Forgave them. What did he do to thieves? Forgave them. Like we, we, we're quick to judge somebody. Have you ever watched that, that Netflix show? I am a killer. Uh, I haven't. No, no, dude. So you watch these, the Netflix show and, uh, and they basically go to death row and they interview the, the murder, whatever. And he tells this story from his perspective. Then they go interview all the whole entire family. They tell the story from their perspective. Right. And then, uh, and then you kind of get to sit back and see it. Some of these people, some people are a product of their surrounding and they become so negative that they're that they're cancerous to the people around them. And there are other people in this world that have made mistakes at a young age, change and influence those who are going down the stray path to a positive light. I just I just it's hard for me to justify some things uh, when when there's a negative point of view on it. And I'm not saying forgive them and let them go free. Don't get me way wrong there. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is there's just always more to a picture. There's always more to a story. And oftentimes when we're pointing the finger at somebody, we're not paying attention to all those other fingers pointing back at us. It's just a perspective. Uh, I, I feel my biggest contribution is always going to be perspective. I don't know, man. Kind of strange. But I did want to share um, – this La Mesa video came from uh, CBS eight just to show like how even after what went wrong out there, there's still 
again, people who come together and unite to fix these things. Like that's the positive message that we should be focusing on. Right? Do you agree? Sure. But were you out there? No, I wasn't. Um, and it has just absolutely warmed my heart how we as a community have come together to help out our neighbors, our businesses. Um, <clears throat> I was over there by Randall Lamb, and that is still um, a building which, you know, we can't really do much to because of its, un its unstableness. But the owner was across the street helping clean out an antique shop. So we are really coming together. And this is just what we do in La Mesa. We, we look out for each other. And we make sure that our community remains strong. Now, you went out to downtown today. I went to downtown today. I went to La Mesa to help clean up. How, I how went did to downtown. It was all right. I think we got there a little too late. And, uh, you know, most of the community had already been out there since the early morning. And, you know, things were pretty well cleaned up. But, you know, we did what we could. Walked around for a little while trying to help people clean up whatever trash and basically doing the same thing in downtown this morning. Um, so it's not just about being at the protest. It's also about caring about the community and being there to to support the people that actually live there, the people that, that uh, are truly affected by this. Um, I mean, it's more than just saying you know, Black Lives Matter and, and walking with a bunch of people. It's more than that. It's it's taking actual action. Sorry, not just uh, providing a perspective. It's actually doing something. I feel you. I feel you. So that's, you know, these are the things that, that like, I'm fired up about is you're, you're right about, you know, there, there there's something to, to be said about perspective. But the time for inaction is past. It's time for all of us to take some kind of action. Do something. Be a part of something. All of this is bigger than me. All of this is bigger than us. We are... I am... Um, I, I can't think of the word. But the best part of me will not allow me to do anything less than the most that I can do. Today, Fair. two blocks from here, there's a protest happening at Balboa Park. I marched yesterday, and I ended up walking somewhere like 14 miles throughout the day. This morning, walked down to uh, downtown, walked another several miles just walking around picking up trash. And then there was this protest going on down the way, and my legs are dead. And you know what I was thinking is my legs are sore, and I'm tired. But the best part of me still wants to be out there with those people. Still wants to be out there lending my voice. If there's nothing else that I can do, I can be a voice. I can be an ally. I can be. That's how I feel about the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. I'm, I'm not the type of guy that goes to a protest. I'm also it's... not the type of person who likes to go to a theme park. I have nothing against the <laughs> movement or the messaging. I have everything against I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I could possibly be at risk. I just don't do that. You know for a, you've known me You more are very than risk averse. I am very risk averse. Mm -hmm. If I'm if I see a situation out there where people are are potentially going uh, loot crazy and breaking stuff, I'm not going to be around that. 
that wouldn't happen until the nighttime and we left before that because I don't want to be around that either. But anything's at risk. You even said yourself, we could have we could you could have a line of a bunch of good cops to that one decides he saw something he didn't like. Mm-hmm. And then he gets ugly. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to risk that. But I will take a risk and put a message out on this type of show. I could potentially be harming whatever little audience we got or whatever, <laughs> but I could possibly be influencing too. I don't know. It's <clears throat> lending the, your voice. The, you're, you're lending your voice in a way that works for you. And I'm lending a voice in every way that, that will work for me. I'm a lot riskier <laughs> i'm i'm, I'm uh willing to take bigger risks all day what's that you'll jump out of a plane i'll jump out of an airplane yep yep i'll backflip off a roof so i'll do all kinds of crazy things um and you know when when i spent those seven years in the navy <laughs> uh seven years seven months 21 days um people would come back and say, you know, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. And and I never felt like, um, you know, it was, it was much of a service, but being out there with those people uh, yesterday, you know, all of us out there, just this cacophony of voices all yelling the same thing, you know, black lives matter, say his name, George Floyd, you know, I can't breathe. All of these things are so, so, so important just to be there to, to, to stand with the people that are hurting. And I'm, I'm committing to doing more. And this is why you wear your heart on your sleeve. It's true. Dad's actually got a question for us. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's the difference between an activist and a lobbyist and who has the greater influence or who has the greater voice? It's a good question. What is the difference between an activist and a lobbyist? A lobbyist is behind the scenes. Yep. Lobbyist is uh is pushing an agenda to the people who can actually make it into a law. Where an activist I think is uh acting more like a peer pressure. Or if it's something that you don't like, uh, bullying, where they're trying to grow together and make something of a movement. And a lobbyist is, I think a lobbyist is like the cleanup better. So they, the, the activists, batter. yeah, the activists come out and they create the big movement that they want. The lobbyists collect, you know, all the signatures, agenda, find the financing and then try to push it through. And I, I think Close they enough. actually, I think they actually need each other. I think without activists, it's lobbyists don't have uh, don't have much of an agenda unless they're backed by huge money, like like pharmaceuticals. <laughs> so here's another one: What does it really take to create change? It takes person. Like you have to decide what it is that is in you that you can do, that you're willing to do to change. Like. It, there are so we're having first world problems. These are first world problems where we can decide that we have a voice, where we have the ability to have an opinion and push an agenda and make change. In other countries, they're ruled. 
they don't have the ability to make change. Any type of change they want is through a revolt and a revolution and actual That's war. That's exactly what's freaking happening right now. I'm sorry. These are not first world problems. This is the definitely not first world problems. This is oppression and oppression exists in first everywhere. world, second world, everywhere. third world, all of it, everywhere. But the, but the way we get to handle it, it, but the way we get to handle it, the way we get to speak about it is a first world way. Is it though? Yes, because absolutely. what we're talking about is riots in the streets. Is that yes. a first world thing? Is that a third world thing? No, no, no. It, see, so in any other, in any, well, I can't say any other country, but in third world countries, when you want to revolt, this is where guns are blazing, mm -hmm. rebels fighting, people. I mean, and and I'm not talking about not not that there's not people dying here because there's definitely people dying here, there's but the numbers guns are blazing too. There's but the numbers are greater. These numbers are huge. This is literally the biggest movement ever. No, I'm talking about people. I'm talking about deaths. You're talking yeah. about like massacres in the streets. Yes. I'm talking yeah. huge massacres in the streets. That's the that's the difference. Is we we have the ability to videotape it, to post it, to share mm -hmm. it, to talk about it. We have the ability to do all those things. In other places, they don't. They just don't. It sucks. But I think, honestly, change, change happens. I think it's all within each and every one of us. And here's the other thing, and I, and, and, uh, I think we'll, we'll, we got to get into our insurance tip for the day. Do you have it? I mean, I can talk ready? about it. Okay, cool. So um, the last little thing is whatever you decide to do, whatever your choice of action is, don't knock other people for not doing as much as you do. Anything they do to help, anything they do to send a positive message, anything they do to inflict a positive change in the world is a good thing. It's mm -hmm. a step in the right direction. But as soon as you start labeling these people as not enough or not good, not, not uh, contributing, not contributing enough, you're dividing already. It's very true. It's a good point. So keep everything as a, as a united front, as a positive message. If all you can do is talk to to you know your kids about what's going on, then do that. If all you can do is hop on a podcast and that's what you're willing to do, then do that. But don't knock people for doing their thing. Stay positive. Stay positive. All right, give me the insurance tip, Ham. Lots of destruction. Sure, let's see. Lots of destruction going on. What do we call this in the insurance world? We call this civil unrest. So there are uh, coverages built into most of your property policies, whether it's your homeowner's property or your uh, renters or uh, what else? We got commercial property for businesses, right? That's been a big thing right now. Um Vandalism and malicious, malicious mischief is usually going to be covered under your uh, insurance policies. So all those businesses are getting out there and getting destroyed. Um, they should be able to file an insurance claim. They should be able to recover their losses. Uh, they're still going to come out of pocket, you know, deductibles and all these things. There's still going to be a lot that they're going to have to deal with. It's going to be really painful for them. And it's, uh, it's, it's not a lot of fun. Um, but if an area 
become subject to civil unrest. In other words, if these riots continue and, uh, you know, certain areas become like the whole part of that city becomes subject to civil unrest, riots just keep going and going and going and going. Uh, those places may become uninsurable except through the state funds, such as the California Fair Plan. So uh, just something to keep in mind as we're dealing with all of these things. Lots of, you know, obviously lots of civil unrest going on right now. Um, but uh, if it continues to be an issue, if it continues to be a problem, if property continues to get destroyed, we may be looking at more of these uh, California Fair Plan type policies. That's it. That's Hans Insurance Tip of the Day. Follow me on the Twitter at Insurance Broham. Boom. All right, dude. Always fun talking about some of these heated conversations with you. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that um, I realized this weekend, uh, you know, my girlfriend asked me, she said, uh, are you planning to go if there are protests? And I was like, you know, I've been pretty dispassionate. Like, I've never gone to these things, but uh, it's I've always kind of wanted to. And, um, in the evening, Friday evening, I, I just kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I guess I just, I, I, I got the passion that I needed. I realized that, uh, in my heart, it felt like the right place to be. And so you say, whatever you do, you know, send a positive message and, and, you know, I'll agree with that. And I'll add, do it with your whole heart, whatever it is that you're going to do, whatever action it is that you're going to take, do it with your whole heart. Come at it with, uh, with no leash. Just go for it. Yep. You know, and, 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 uh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, dude. It's also fear. Fear is one of those driving factors that stops people from taking action and not just in protests and almost anything in life. Fear of judgment, fear of rejection, fear of success, whatever it's going to be, you're scared to do stuff. Mm -hmm. Just like I'm sure for a long time you were scared to go out to those kinds of events. Yeah, they can definitely be scary. But my fear and the inconvenience of those things are so uh, pale so badly in comparison to the pain of losing a father, a son, a brother, everything that George Floyd, Ahmoud Armory, all of these pre people were Breonna Taylor, say their names, remember them, fight for them. Force it. Be the change. See, and, and again, those are those things that, for whatever reason, it finally sparked in you. Yep. And you're willing to do that. So yep. whatever it is that you're going to do for change, find your spark. Nice. Find your spark. All right, P. That's all we got for him today. You know what? Uh, Want to add I something should... else? Yeah. I'm going to play this, and then you can play the outro. That's why we cannot afford to slow down or sit back we cannot let up for one day or one minute or one second in this last week not now not when there's so much at stake 
I ask of you what's been asked of Americans throughout our history. I ask you to believe, not just in my ability to bring about change, but in yours. I know this change is possible because I've seen it. One of the most eloquent speaking presidents of all time. For sure. For sure. Be the change. Be the change, peeps. Black Lives Matter. Peace. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.